Welcome to the Fantasy Trash Talk channel, your number one source for hardcore, cash-focused fantasy basketball. We are a channel focused on season-long cash fantasy basketball with two expert hosts who play over $5,000 of their own money. Sit back while we get into the strategy of how to win your league. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the Fantasy Trash Talk channel. We are live reacting to Yahoo's new rankings. They changed a lot. We jumped in a mock draft. Jake, what's the first player that you're saying? That's a crazy rank. I, I think it's the combination of Giannis and Halliburton. Giannis somehow jumped above Halliburton, so he's now sixth and Halliburton is seven. We did a mock draft with Giannis going really late. I think we did him 12th. And now he's sitting up at six, and we thought 12 was a reach. So that's, I think that's my first one if you look really high up. Uh, what about you? Giannis? Giannis made the top five of our do not draft these players before these ratings came out. Um, probably the most interesting jump to me in terms of players being overrated Anthony Edwards has moved all the way up to 12.3 in these new Yahoo Closet Expert rankings. That is absurd. Anthony Edwards was in the 40s last year in terms of four game, per game. So you're expecting him to jump 30 slots. That is probably the craziest jump that I've seen here. Um, that's on the negative side. Let's talk about the positive side, right? Who are players that have fallen too low that we think have a lot of value? I think one of the ones that jumps off to me, Jimmy Butler on the composite expert ranks is now sitting at 30.5. If you're getting third round Jimmy Butler, there's some value on that. Yeah, and another one right below him, Jaron Jackson Jr., who some people were taking at the turn of the first round as early as last week. He's now sitting at 31 on the composite extra ranking. He's 15.2 in his ADP. So he was already trending down a little bit. Maybe that's why they bumped him way down there. But he was a borderline first-round player last year. Uh, I don't know if he's going to continue those shop, the shot blocking, the defensive stats, but maybe the... His play in the FIBA games was, it affected the Yahoo experts. I don't even know who the experts are, but that's crazy. Jaron Jackson in the third round. Let's talk about some crazy things that I'm seeing that are going to be good for people that are punting field goal percentage and or rebounds and blocks. Two people have really fallen. Kyrie Irving is down to 34.3 in these new Yahoo ranks. But even more impressive, Fred Van Fleet is down to 43.3. So if you're in a guard-based punt and you're punting big man stats, Fred Van Fleet was the third best player last year if you were using certain punt combinations like rebounds, field goal percentage, and blocks. You can get Fred Van Fleet now at 43. That's that's fourth round Van Fleet. Well, end of the third. That that's That's incredible value. And you get Kyrie Irving there. Look, I hate Kyrie Irving as much as the next Jewish person hate Kyrie Irving. But, um... Third round, I think you have to just forgive, right? What do you think? Is it Yom Kippur? What do you think? Are you forgetting? Are, are you forgiving Kyrie Irving or, or, or Jacob? As a Jewish man, are you finding the spirit of forgiveness for Kyrie Irving if he's coming in at 35? This is fantasy basketball. It's not real. He's not on my real team, so I, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm 34 is crazy. I, you are drafted him at 34, right? I just need you to answer the question. <laughs> yes, I, I have him as a first-round player, so I'm going to draft him at 34. I'm going to draft him at 24. I would draft him at 15. I, I don't care about his religious beliefs. 
You're He's healing. A, we are fantasy. Yeah, it's not real. These Yahoo rankings are bringing people together. They're healing wounds <laughs> and solving racism. Let's, oh. let's get away from that. Let's talk about a few other things here. I think Julius Randle at 40 is crazy. I'm just going to go through some of them real quick. Way too high. Way too high. Caro at 44 is wild. Why Leonard dropping all the way to 51? That is way too low. Um, Porzingis at 59. What? Josh, what happened? Miles Turner at 63. His ADP is 34. Where did these rankings come from? I don't. I don't understand. OG Ananobi all the way down to 70. What what yeah. happened over the weekend? I, I think what happened over the weekend was someone thought they were buying some um, premium drugs and they got some low-grade crystal. This is not the blue sky stuff from Breaking Bad. It was a bad experience. We have an intern that is on a long-term schizophrenic break and uh, he's just <laughs> pressing buttons. It's also possible that they adopted a monkey and the monkey learned how to use a laptop and immediately selected Julius Randle in the third round. Uh, there's a lot of things that could have been happening, but um, none of them are good. None of them are good. Um, here's the question though, right? And you guys, we're probably going to do a video just on what I'm about to talk about, but let's look at Kyrie for a second. Has he gone off the board? Yeah. He was taking- okay, I can't in this draft. I can't look at Kyrie. Is FBV still out there? I want- okay, damn it. He just got selected. Okay, I'm going to pick a player. Let's do DeMar DeRozan, okay? DeMar DeRozan, for some reason, has moved up and is now 33.8 on the Yahoo rankings, but he's 48.6 by ADP. So the question is, what is going to dominate? Is it going to be Yahoo's rankings? How much of an impact will they have? And then how much do people care about ADP? You know, there are content creators out there. There's, the, you know, the biggest content creator, Josh Lloyd. People listen to him and he's got, you know, about tens of thousands, maybe a hundred thousand followers across all platforms. So if Lloyd says, I'm just picking a player at random, I don't actually listen to Lloyd, so I don't know what he says. But like, let's say he really likes Scotty Barnes. Okay. I'm just looking at Scotty. He has a big enough audience that he can change Scotty Barnes's ADP. If he's high on Scotty Barnes, people will pick yeah. him earlier. If he's low on Scotty Barnes, so I don't know if people care about the Yahoo rankings, ADP, rank, last year's numbers content creators i i don't know i can just tell you that these yahoo yahoo rankings are some bad crystal men i think it's still early we're more than a month away from the start of the season october 24th is the first day and i think most people are going to draft that weekend before the season or perhaps the weekend before that so those like 10 days leading up to the season so let's say october 14th is kind of the beginning of when people are drafting we still have three or four weeks to figure that out. And these ADPs are going to change based on how people draft with these rankings or not with these rankings. I think the rankings are going to change again because these are absurd and there are some players just way down there who don't make any sense. So I, I don't think we need to make a decision yet on how these are going to affect the way people draft. Let's look at some more crazy ones. Uh, coming in at 70.5. Also, I've noticed that they're using a lot of like 0.5s, 0.3s. So whatever their averaging system is, it feels like a money line, Vegas bet. But uh, OG Ananobi coming in at 70.5. Early at ADP, he's drafted at 48. I'm, I'm a little hungover, but that's 23 spots difference. That's crazy. Daniel Gafford currently being drafted on the other direction. At 98, people picked him around the 100 mark. He's got a ranking of 
Jabari Smith Jr. skyrocketed up. We were kind of expecting that. Buddy Heald has fallen off a cliff all the way down to 85.3. Our, our old friend Russell Westbrook has managed to be in the top 85. He's 84th right now. I don't know what people are on to want him in the first eight rounds. That, that's crazy. Above Chet Holmgren, who is now at 87.3, right next to Jonas Valanciunas. I really have no idea what's going on here. I am Johnson. I'm going to tell you guys, I, I look at, and I think this is hard for some people to get, but our subscribers, by the way, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you like the best fantasy basketball content. We're also the smartest, okay? Like, I don't oh, want to brag, but we're easily the most genius <laughs> channel with the deepest analysis and the most humble. But um, I want to tell you guys how I visualize this, okay? I look at players as stocks. I joke about Joel Embiid sleeping with my mom, and I do hate Joel Embiid. But you know what I would do in a heartbeat if I'm playing auction and Joel Embiid is $45? You know what I'm going to do, Jake? You're going to draft him. I'm going to draft Joel Embiid. You know what I'm going to do in Snake if I have the four pick and Joel Embiid falls to four? You're going to trade him. I'm going to draft Joel Embiid and then trade him. Because you have to look at these players as stocks, right? It's not about a player being good or bad. At a certain value, almost any player is drafted. Like like every player in the top. At a certain value, every player is drafted. When I look at this next player that I'm going to talk about, uh, which is Michael Porter Jr. If you're an OG subscriber, you know that I haven't been the biggest fan of Michael Porter Jr. I don't like heavy injury risks. And with his back injuries, he might be one of the most risky players outside of a Zion in the entire NBA for injury risk. But Michael Porter Jr. has fallen off a cliff. His Yahoo rank is 103, and his ADP is 77. People are disrespecting Michael Porter Jr. on a Nuggets team where they just lost Bruce Brown, and they didn't add any additional significant wing talent. There's going to be a lot of shots for Michael Porter Jr. And if you punt assist, this man is a god. He's a glass cannon. But he can easily be top 20 value at a punt assist build, and you're getting him at 100? At 90? 20 point per game score? I don't understand it. And I'm not a fan of Michael Porter Jr. The stock has fallen too low, is what I'm saying. I, I think I found the player whose expert rank and ADP is the biggest difference. Maybe let, let us know in the comments if you, fa- if you found somebody who has a bigger difference. But Brooke Lopez, his composite expert rank is 105 and his Oof. ADP is 57 and a half so you're looking at a, almost a 50 rank difference there I, I don't know if 57 and a half is the right place to take him he's I'm talking about glass cannons he's uh, turning 35 he's 34 and he has a history of back issues which scares me but 57 probably more likely than 104 is where his value will lie somewhere probably closer to 57 so that's just I, I don't understand again I keep doing this I don't understand where these rankings came from I'll tell you some value that I see though Chris Paul has fallen all the way down to 94.3 with a 70 ADP I'll tell you what Chris Paul what is he about 50 years old now he's the Tom Brady he's out there playing in Levi jeans yep. Chris Paul will be on the Golden State Warriors in Levi jeans Riding a banana boat. And I think Chris Paul's value in the 80s, 90s is insane value. You Guys, one of the hardest things to find is assist-to-turnover ratio. That's almost impossible 
can't get assists on the waiver wire, let alone ratio. And I don't care how old Chris Paul is, his ratio is going to be incredible. Also, Chris Paul, one of the most intelligent players in the NBA, he's going to be on a Warriors team that is probably the most sophisticated offense in the NBA. It's a match made in heaven. So you always have the opportunity to rest Steph a little. You know, Jordan Poole's gone. There's going to be minutes. As that roster is constructed right now, I could easily see Chris Paul playing at 70% of his What was Chris Paul last year? Let me look it up. Chris Paul was the 32nd best player in per game last year. So let me ask you, how far off a cliff is he going to fall? Cliff Paul. How far off a cliff, Paul, is he going to fall? Um, do we think he falls half value? Let's say he does half value by Z-Sport. If he half his production, that would put him at 45 in between Jalen Brunson and Trey Murphy. If he half to Z-Sport. Let's say he only returns 25% of his Z-Sport production. That would be 0.5. That would put him at 54 to 57, surrounded by guys like Cam Johnson, Bradley Beal, and DeAndre I think that he's criminally underrated at the ninth. Take a look at Chris Paul in your eighth and ninth round. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have some fun here. I'm gonna totally disagree with you on this. Chris Paul is not gonna Bring play it, enough minutes on the Warriors. I think the way the Warriors play doesn't work for his style of basketball. They're gonna try. They're absolutely gonna try to fit him in, but Chris Paul didn't really like the Rockets teams that he was on with James Harden, they were successful. But they played a totally different style. They let him run pick and roll. And that's what Chris Paul is. He's a pick and roll master. He's one of the greatest of all time at finding the right player in the pick and roll and getting to his little fadeaway jumper in the middle of the lane, making the right pass. But he doesn't fit the Warrior system. So I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. I think if when Steph is injured, I think he's totally viable to throw in there. Uh, I, just, I think they're going to try to start him. And I don't see how that works playing next to Steph and then they have to play small with Wiggins and and um, Draymond Green up front. I think Looney is a better fit with the whole offense than Chris Paul. I just, if, if he's playing 24 minutes a game on average and then jumping into a starter role when Curry's injured, which who knows, maybe that's, he Curry's out for a long time and then Chris Paul brings back value. But barring a Curry injury, I wouldn't take Chris Paul at his ADP. I might take him at his composite rank of 94, but I think 70 is too high. I think there are too many better options out there. I'm not saying take him at 70. I'm, I'm saying we're talking about the Yahoo ranks, right? And when I look at the guys whose ADP is 90s, I'll tell you, like, these are all players that I would take Chris Paul over. Andrew Wiggins, all day. Miles Bridges, and I had the ethical high ground. Rob Williams. D'Angelo Russell, easy. I'm actually pausing on Jabari Smith Jr. I'll come back to him. WCJ, easy. Scoot, easy. Gafford situational Jonas easy Draymond hard Spencer so I'm looking at the guys in the 90s not considering build I think that 7 out of 10 I'd take Chris Paul over for the guys in the 90s and in a sharp draft I don't think Draymond Green and I don't think Daniel Gafford make it no okay I mean I I think there's a chance that he ends up as a waiver wire player at some point this season and you grab him when Steph Curry's injured, but we'll see. That's, that's why we do. That's why we play. Cause we don't know what's going to happen. Thanks. That's some pretty serious later. I mean, father time is undefeated and he's old as hell. I, 
I think that we are, um, you know, we're celebrating the death of Chris Paul a little early. That's enough Chris Paul talk. Let's go back to this list. Um, okay. Miles Bridges. Do we want to talk about this? He get, I think the intern might be, the intern might be a woman because his Yahoo composite rank is now 116. ADP is 92. Got a lot of Chris Brown fans on Yahoo that have been selecting Miles Bridges in the early 90s. What what do we how do we feel about this? I I, I guess I'm confused because the Hornets are probably in the running for most tire fire franchise of any franchise. Like who who would who would be a worse franchise right? It's better be the Hornets, no, right? Nobody. It maybe Detroit, uh, probably the Hornets. Feels like Detroit has more of a sense of direction. Charlotte has more talent. Um but You've got this guy, Miles Bridges, Miles Burden Bridges. You got you got slapping Miles on on the Charlotte Hornets, and he's got a qualifying offer, so he's on a one year deal. This guy's going to want to put up stats, but are the Hornets interested in developing him just so he can get another big contract? Like what what's their motivation to play him big minutes when when they have the rookie and and they're trying to sell the team? What what possible motivation do the Hornets have to play ball with Miles Bridges? Fear. I, I, I really don't know what's going to happen with Miles Bridges. He's on a an expiring contract now because he signed his qualifying offer, so he's going to be playing for his contract. He hasn't been paid yet. He he got his he his thing happened before Bumble. he ever signed his big contract. So he bumbled. He's only made rookie money, and now he's making a qualifying offer, which is relatively low for NBA standards for normal people. It's life changing money, but he's playing for the bag. And I don't think he's going to get it based on his now reputation. But remember, he was a borderline all-star when he played two years ago. He was a top 20 fantasy player. I, I think there's a chance that he is half of that. And then he returns really good value here. It's if you're if you're uncomfortable drafting him, I totally understand that. But in fantasy for fantasy purposes, they do have Brandon Miller, who they're going to want to showcase. They do still have Gordon Hayward, who can't stay on the court, but he does exist. And they do have P.J. Washington, who plays power forward, which is the position Bridges played two years ago. So there's a chance that he just doesn't even make the rotation or plays bench minutes, and then you wasted a pick on him. But there's also that upside. So I understand why he's this low, and it feels like he might be one of the more, one of the biggest swing players down low in the draft, where you're drafting him at 90 or 100, and he might return top 50 value, or you might drop him three weeks into the season. Keeping it on topic, I'll do two more uh, of players that I think are the craziest, and I'll give Jake a minute to pick his two more players that are the craziest. Um, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe if you like the sexiest basketball content that's out there. Um, Yahoo composite ranking of 114 for Mitch Robinson, ADP 79. That is a 40, no, 30, no, do the math with me hungover, 34, 35-ish slots, okay? If you put points... Mitch Robinson is a top 10 guy. And it leads me to the second person because they're kind of twinsies. Time Lord, a.k.a. Rob Williams, ADP of 95 and his uh, 93.9. And his expert rank is 150, 149.8. That means they're saying Rob Williams isn't even draftable in standard 12 teams. So what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. One thing is I think blocks as a whole are going to be a little washed out this year. 
There's a lot of shot blocking. I think there's more shot blocking than any time in recent NBA history in fantasy that I can remember. I've been playing for 13, 14. I don't know. Too long. I'm old. And I think that your specialists that mostly have their value in blocks are going to be a little devalued. I don't think it's this severe, though. But what it tells me is, man, you can get time more with your 13th round pick, be competitive in blocks. Even if you have a guard-oriented build, one of the big problems for guard builds is that center slot. But now I can grab Time Lord, hope Christoph Porzingis takes four weeks off and I win blocks four weeks in a row. Sign me up for that. So there's some there's some potential insane value with these block specialists in late round. And we're talking about super late round. Uh, Jake, walk us out with your last your last two players that you're surprised by. Okay, so I got two on totally opposite ends. Um, R.J. Barrett is right here at his ADP is 116, and he was jumped higher to 104. R.J. Barrett is not a draftable player in fantasy. You shouldn't have him on your team. He's yeah. bad in almost every category. He is a totally fine NBA player, which is underwhelming if you're a Knicks fan. But he is just... why I don't know why anybody's still drafting him. Is it because he was the third pick in the draft? That, that's got to be the only reason his... I'd have to look at his Z scores, but I he's think the, he's negative in everything. I just I don't the, I don't get it. Don't draft it. RJ RJ Barrett is the kid Cunningham of Julius Randall. So he's not worth it. He's not it's not good. Um who is your last player? So my last player is the opposite. I'm gonna have to go to sh- here to show drafted. Um we talked about him in one of our videos recently, Pascal Siakam. ADP of 29. He's now 17 and a half. He's not, don't draft him as your second best player. Please. He's not going to put up second round talent. He's not even going to put up top 30. I, I, we talked about this enough in our last video, but Pascal Siakam makes no sense jumping up the board. They should be dropping them down. All right, guys, tell us your takes. Who do you think the craziest picks were? This is the Fantasy Trash Talk channel. As always, don't forget to drink the blood of your enemies, crush the souls of your friends. Fantasy Trash Talk, out.